0: Welcome to News Tribune on Tap. I'm Gary Castor, Managing Editor at the Jefferson City News Tribune and host of News Tribune on Tap, a weekly conversation about news and issues in Jefferson City that matter to you. Today's special guest is Leanne Perello. Hello, Leanne. Hello. So Leanne is the Cultural Arts Specialist with J.C. Parks, Mm -hmm. and she's here today. We're going to talk about a new concept new approach that parks is pursuing Mm -hmm. and it's a cultural arts master plan so leanne kind of give us an idea of how this whole idea came about and what it is
1: yeah i'd love to so just to kind of start you know i want to kind of just briefly explain like cultural arts and you know that's a term that a lot of people maybe hear but don't completely know what that all encompasses and so why we titled this research the cultural arts master plan is because we really wanted to stress to the community that it's everything that art can be a part of that's going to be music that's going to be performing arts our theater that's going to be poets that's going to be visual arts that's going to be even facilities and different festivals a lot of our fundraisers so cultural arts really kind of encompasses all of that and so jc parks in the last really couple years has really just taken art as a priority we before in jc parks didn't have an art department and just in this last year we actually have a designated department now called the arts and outreach and so that's been a huge improvements internally with parks and rec taking interest art slowly over the last five years. The community members have started to see sculptures go out, Mm -hmm. murals, different festivals going on. And so that's kind of our slow approach. And now that we've kind of done a lot of these different things, that's kind of why we sat down and said, okay, what's next? You know, we've made this progress. The department is taking arts and culture seriously. We want to implement it. We want the community buy-in. So what's next? So that was the question we asked ourselves to kind of start this process. And so once we decided that, you know, we had already made really good progress progress with the arts and decided, okay, how do we grow within our community? We really came to realize that, you know, we need help with that because we're a very unique community here in Jefferson City based on our population, based on demographics. You know, I'm not from here myself, but to move to Jefferson City and be like, oh, wow, this is the capital. But there's mm-hmm. only 50,000 people here. Right, right. <laughs> so it makes it really interesting. So we decided, you know, we really want to be intentional with our art. JC mm-hmm. Parks, you know, like I said, we started slow. We've been really implementing different things. But we want to be more intentional. And now as we're growing our funding, now as we're growing our partnerships, really as well as trying to tell the story of the culture of Jefferson City, we knew that we needed to really make a strategic plan. And we knew we couldn't accomplish that on our own. So that's kind of where this idea entirely started, knowing that we want a strategic plan. A few years ago, Parks and Rec came out with a master plan for the right, entire city. Right. So this is very like a subversion of that that can be implemented into the entire master plan. Gotcha.
0: That would work together.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yep, They would kind of run side by side. And so when we're starting to do like projects within our main master plan, that art aspect will be in it from the beginning In a lot of previous experiences, you know, art always has come as like a secondary or an afterthought. And we want to make it right up front, part of the initial planning, get those buy-ins from stakeholders, from community members, and just always have it a part of the conversation. Sure,
0: sure. Well, and, you know, two things that immediately come to mind, I mean, that certainly have been introduced in the last few years the uh, amphitheater mm-hmm. the performances that are going out there yep as well as porch fest which has been a great success all of those sort of things would sort of be folded into part of this master plan of course well. yes yeah. and
1: these were all kind of little things that have led to being so successful that we needed a master plan yeah. like I said our porch fest festival has grown that is the first really cultural arts event here and that that's where you see that term cultural arts so we have you know such a diverse art base in porch fest and so yeah all of these little things that we're already doing will be rolled into this plan because we basically want to make sure that what we're doing that's successful stays successful and grows but also implementing new things as well.
0: Okay so the Parks Commission has hired a (laughs) consultant to help develop that plan?
1: Yeah. So we actually put out a request for proposals in our, and so what we wanted to do is kind of open up that for anyone to apply. It was nationwide. We, I believe, had about five companies reach out and apply. And so what we did as city staff, as well as the Cultural Arts Commission, which is a city appointed commission of community members, basically, you know, went through this process where we looked at all five of the applicants and kind of narrowed it down to two. Some of the things that allowed us to narrow it down was, you know, their experience with communities that are similar in size to Mm -hmm. us, similar into beliefs and demographics, and just a lot of those little factors, as well as, you know, what we feel like was some of the other projects they did that were comparable to what we were looking for. So we were able to narrow it down to two companies. One was called Keen Independent Research, and another one was called Design Local. And so once we narrowed it down to two, we were able to do interviews with them, we were able to kind of dig a little deeper about letting them know who we are and what we're looking for, as well as some of their responses to what they think of just doing a little bit of research about us. If you Google Jefferson City and look at population and schools here, churches, things like that, what did they learn just from being that initial scratch? Yeah. So that was really cool for us to dive in. And another thing, of course, was looking at, you know, how they worked with us. We knew that if we're going to be in this really in-depth process with someone for six months to a year, we want to be able to work great with them and make sure they understand where we're coming from, because really with these cultural arts master plan or any master plan, it's a reflection of the community's culture. So Mm -hmm. it's not just, hey, we want this stuff. It's actually just more of a reflection of what's already here and what the community brings. Right.
0: What they could build upon. Exactly. So
1: we really wanted a firm that was going to make sure that was a priority. And so that's how we landed. And we hired a company called Keen Independent Research. Okay.
0: Well, and again, acknowledging that it's not as simple as you go to City A and we want to do their master plan. You're not just picking it up off a shelf but maybe you can kind of paint a picture for us See that pun there?
1: Yeah, I paint, like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, paint a picture for us of how Keen, for instance, has taken one community's vision and how they grew it.
1: They've worked with different communities from as small as like 5,000 population up to like New York City. So what they do, they have their own really process where they have it in different phases. And the first phase is really just kind of getting to know us. You know, what are our cultural amenities that we have? there are just basic research. Who's our stakeholders? Really identifying, you know, what we already do really well, including you know, Miller Performing Arts Center, uh, you know, some of our smaller shops like Unique Creations. And so what they've done is they go into these other cities, they conduct these different phases and really depending, it's they kind of lend on the city that hired them. So every city is going to be a little different. For mm-hmm. example, we have a really high focus on economic value. You know, we want to know that how when we bring more cultural arts in this community, how is that going to drive our economic value? How is that going to drive tourism? You know, some other cities have no art. So they've started in some cities, ground up and actually made polish policies, procedures, ordinances, Mm. created committees. We are already really blessed in Jefferson City to have some of that. We have ordinances in place with our city council for art and murals. We have a cultural arts commission. We have a gallery in our city already. We have such a strong theater presence. So Mm. we are actually ahead already of a lot of similar cities because we have an established art. It's Mm -hmm. just we're trying to grow it and enhance it, whereas they've actually gone into cities and created what we already have. So it really caters to what we're looking for. Like I said, as Jefferson City, we're really looking to enhance the quality of life, bring opportunities, not only for businesses as well as artists. And like I said, really drive that economic value to show, especially bringing landmarks to it. Place making. Place making is a really big thing for this firm as well, is, you know, you're driving around Jefferson City. What do you remember? What do you see? With the cultural arts, what is kind of cool too, we've been talking to them a little bit and talking to some stakeholders already. For example, bridges. You know, you wouldn't think bridges might be a part of a cultural arts plan. But, I mean, it's an aesthetic thing in our city that Mm. you're driving by and seeing. So, you know, that is even a part of this Cultural Arts Master Plan is that when we're doing future bridge repairs or, you know, replacements, can we give it a little bit more of an artsy aesthetic to make it more reflective of our culture and not just be an ugly bridge up there, (laughs) you know? So, you know, things like that are gonna be really looked at as well. So Mm. it, you know, allows us to work with a lot of different groups, not only internally with the city, like Public Works, but also, like I said, the entire community, MoDOT, city officials, things like that.
0: So it's kind of the introductory stage here where yeah. they're getting to know the community and the community's getting to know them. Yes. So you've had some outreach to the community. What's been the feedback?
1: Yeah, it's been a really fun couple days. The firm itself is actually 24 people that mm-hmm. we've hired. We're working with a team of them. However, two of the consultants were actually just here in Jefferson City for the last 48 hours. Alex is our lead on the team. And then he brought his coworker Roxana. So we hired them in June. that's when we started the initial was very much just data collection what you find when you look on Google look on social media when you go to our CVB website just that initial find and then since they've been here in town the first day on Monday we did tours so that was really fun for us we took them around showed them all of our amenities showed them our areas of town of course our parks as well as started kind of setting up stakeholder meetings stakeholder meetings we set up with different groups so for example one stakeholder meeting was Eastside Business Association the CVB the Chamber of Commerce Munich Berg Association and mm-hmm. so we really focused on them. Another focus group was actually strictly just artists and people that own art facilities here so Miller Performing Arts Center, Unique Creations, Jim Dykes Gallery, Art mm-hmm. 101 and then we've also done like an internal staff, JC Parks, the city administrator, things like that. So these stakeholders we've identified as just you know main people we want them to sit down and talk this first trip mm-hmm. but what's cool about this is anyone can participate so even though we had some stakeholder meetings that were a little bit more specific to I would say, like I said, that economic value sure. and more stats. We've also done a lot of focus groups, that's just all community members, and we'll continue to do that. So the findings have been really interesting. You know, it's a wide variety of things. I would say right off the top of my head, my excitement was I learned a lot about our theater community. Mm-hmm. Um, so for being with Parks and Rec, we do a lot of the visual arts and festivals and even music I dip into. But I am, um, you know, I'm not talented to be in theater. But, you know, the theater groups here are really strong, and it was really nice to see them come out and represent their core groups and see how we can build. Um, but we learned a lot of things like storage, rehearsal space. Rehearsal space was something that was brought up a lot. There's not much places in Jefferson City that theaters can get on an actual stage and practice. Musicians have rehearsal or recording space. So that was a really interesting for me to hear that people are really lacking um, facilities. A lot of people are doing music in their basements, practicing in rental halls. So a dedicated space to creating was a big one. As as well as a uh, public art. People, when we ask them, if you go to other cities, what do you take away from there? What do you initially noticed? And a lot of it, murals, sculptures. We kind of knew this already, but our town is very big on fundraising. Mm-hmm. You know, we do a lot of special events and a lot of fundraisers. And so that is a really big part of culture. So that was one thing that we're doing really well in this city is supporting those organizations.
0: Okay. So they're gathering information mm-hmm. now. What's the next step?
1: They wrapped up their time here in Jefferson mm-hmm. City last night, last night from 6 to 8. 8pm, we did actually uh, like a public engagement focus group where anyone could come and we had different stations set up. So people could say where they want to see more uh, visual art, what they would like to see in the future, what we're doing well, what we're not doing well. So what they're going to be doing next is taking all this information from our surveys, our focus groups, and then kind of compiling that. We actually have a virtual workshop and survey open for the next month. So actually for the entire month of March, they're still going to be collecting data so even though they were only here two days and got to meet in person, there is still lots of opportunity to engage via phone call, email, a virtual workshop. So we still want people, you know, because we feel that the community engagement is the biggest part of this. Sure. People's voices need to be heard. And when you're trying to create a master plan that reflects your culture of the community, if the community doesn't participate, right. how can you really get that right? right. <laughs> you know, we're, right. Not, we're not here to say, you know, you need a sculpture here. You need a mural here. We're here to say, what does the community want? What will, you know make this place a better place to bring your family, grow up, as well as retain the people here. We have a lot of younger generations. They age out and they leave. Well, that's a huge opportunity. And we feel like arts and culture directly helps that. All right.
0: So how would someone who wanted to contribute their voice, how would they go about doing that?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Any information I give you today is actually going to be on jcparks.com as well. We have a couple different ways. We have a study website where anyone can actually jump on the website, read a little bit about the firm, Mm -hmm. read about their progress see where they're at. And that's keenindependent.com forward slash JC cultural arts. So that's keenindependent.com forward slash JC cultural arts. They also have a study hotline. They told us that some of these studies with other cities, no one really ever calls in to chat with them. But we think that's like a really kind of easygoing way to get your thoughts out. So we really encourage people to go ahead and use the phone hotline, leave them a voicemail, have them call you back. You know, we really encourage that even though that's not a main way they views before we think that a lot of people in Jefferson may be easier that way to give them a call and tell them who you are. And that phone number is 573 340 Once again, that was 573-340-3988. And so between the website and the study hotline, uh, you'd be able to reach them, like I said, and give your feedback. We want feedback on everything from aspirations and dreams and wants or, you know, what they really hate too. Because, you know, good and bad, this is the time to speak up because we um, kind of throughout this process as the stages go on, after we go and get this kind of information, they're coming back this summer. So when they come back, our consultants come back this summer they're going to be having their public meetings basically to present their findings and present their suggestions now what's really cool about this process is when they come back in the summer they're presenting not to like city council or to any officials they're actually just presenting back to the community for second feedback basically did we get it right are we reflecting what you guys told us and so there's a second opportunity to then rebuttal their findings and say well you know we feel this way we feel this way Mm -hmm. and they'll actually go back and work on it again We plan to wrap this project up in August, and uh, at that time, then we will have kind of that plan drafted and ready to present to city council. So
0: would this require the approval of the Parks Commission first, or just go straight to the council? Yes,
1: and it will uh, go through the Parks Commission first, and they've been a part of it. They were like one of those main stakeholders, Mm -hmm. and so they're very excited um, because this, uh, like I said, this firm was actually hired through Parks and Rec as well as the commission, so Parks and Rec are kind of doing this a little bit separate than the city with their own funds. and so yeah that parks commission will be a part of the process the entire time um, especially when it comes back to that feedback because the parks and rec commission we really want their blessing and their sign off and feel really strong about it before Mm -hmm. we go to city council you know and we want everyone a part of this entire process we've actually even presented already to city council this past Monday evening our consultants got up in front of city council introduced themselves let them know what we plan to do like I said we want full awareness and exposure just so people know you know get involved
0: yeah well and my assumption maybe it's wrong but my assumption is it would be similar to how the parks master plan was 100%. implemented yeah. where it's not all at once there are mm-hmm. elements where it's sort of phased in and you yes. have opportunities to that's the guiding post of what exactly what we want but then the council would certainly have the ability to say we don't have the funding for that or we right. want to go a different route
1: yeah but, and what you said i mean it's right on the guide right yeah. that's we're not you know saying like i said this is what you have to have this is not where you know you have to have a mural here. You have to have a sculpture here this master plan what we want it to do is guide the city in its entirety in making the best decisions to enhance that cultural arts community so yes nothing will ever be set in stone even our own master plan is not like said everything changes adapts and as the community grows and adapts so it's a very flexible but yes this is strictly a guide to make sure that we're being intentional with these decisions as well as funding and community action like i said that involvement because there's going to be a lot of partnerships that come out of this as well
0: Yeah. Well, I just think this is a great opportunity for those, whether they're huge fans of art or parks, to add their voice. Right. Now is an opportunity to really engage in conversation. So, in our show notes, we'll certainly put those opportunities for how folks can add their voice to the conversation. Yeah, that
1: would be great. And and it doesn't have to mean you have an interest in art. You know, we're talking uh, business owners, we're talking bankers. You know, we have some people that may not even like art, but we want to hear that. You know, we want to hear your voice too, because, you know, if you wake up every day and drive to work you're probably going to pass art on your way you right, know right. and so you it. know so yeah. it does affect every single person sure. even if you don't think so you know the food you eat is a mm-hmm. type of art you know yeah. we have some really great caterers here in town and so it is for everyone so yeah. we really hope that people just don't hear arts oh i don't i don't need yeah. to be a part of that yeah. you know no we we want your opinion
0: all right well leanne thanks for joining thank us you today. for having us thanks for listening you can find news tribune on tap at newstribune.com Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play.